when a wild necromancer kinda destroyed the campaign. Novice necromancer submits a spell to the DM. DM. It's poorly written, but whatever, you can use it. As is the nature of a weirdo, the necromancer goes off by himself to perform his degeneracy. A successful summoning. Roll to control it. Fail. The skeleton sorcerer summoned an additional skeleton sorcerer minion. Nervous laughter by everyone at the table. Roll to banish. Another fail. Each of the skeleton sorcerers then summon another sorcerer, one per skeleton sorcerer. Necromancer. Oh god, this is getting bad. I'm gonna need some help. Party is in an inn across the way. The necromancer runs for help. DM runs the calculations. In the time it took for him to get to the party from the inn, the skeletons have reproduced. There are now over 16,000 skeletons, and they're continuing to multiply exponentially. Oh god, that, that's too many skeletons, guys. We need a high-level NPC. DM, how many more skeletons can be created? DM, according to the spell submitted by Drenican, there's no limit. Damn it! The party bails from the town. The screams of the townsfolk can be heard in the distance as the skeletons continue to multiply. Everyone smacks Drenican in the back of the head as they go. As they run, a tower of skeletons emerges from the horizon as the dawn breaks. Party arrives at a port town as a wave of skeletons build in the forest behind them. Skeletons now tumbling over one another summoning more skeletons. As they fall, as skeletons summoning skeletons summoning skeletons summoning skeletons summon yet more skeletons. We'll take a boat and just head off to another continent. Problem solved, guys. Let's get out of here. DM's narration is perfect. As the boat departs, skeletons are just beginning to tumble onto the docks. The panicked screams of the townsfolk generate an eerie melody as a procession of percussion drifts through the air. An untold number of bones clattering together herald the end of Swiftwater, the small port town at the western edge of the continent of Edhiak. Edhiak, known for its bustling cities and vibrant merchant commerce, was thus buried beneath a mountain of bones. In the coming hours, millions die in this bone apocalypse. their bones merely acting as a foundation for yet more bones to follow. McElroy, a merchant character in the party, is livid. He's really big into world building and he'd spent a month with the DM developing this place, and it basically became a barren bone wasteland in a matter of six or seven turns. McElroy, okay, can we restart already? This is getting stupid. DM, no, not until we finish the story. The boat is filled with weeping people lamenting their forsaken homes. McElroy is considering tossing Drenican overboard. Other party members are actually trying to critically think things through. How can we stem the tide of undead? Mayhaps we can draw them into the void. The captain of the ship calls out. God's alive, protect us! There be skeletons heading our way! DM narrates further. In the distance, a wave of skeletons roll across the horizon, cutting the sea in twain. The rattle of their bones has become a deafening roar. The ship breaks out into a panic. People are screaming, crying, jumping overboard, complete pandemonium. The boat gets swept up in this skeleton tide. Skeletons appear from thin air tumbling onto the boat as they do. The party is fighting off skeletons on the boat in a sea of skeletons. The wave of skeletons gradually continues to overtake the boat, and soon the boat itself is adrift in this sea of skeletons. Party takes turns fighting off the skeletons, frantically making saving rolls that never hit 20 for some kind of divine intervention. At one point our sorcerer tries to reason with them, please stop, no more. Nothing. Diem intervenes. There are countless skeletons now. Even if you could cut down one million with a single swing, you'd never be able to overtake their ability to reproduce. This continues for a while longer, and then they reach a critical mass. The weight of the skeletons becomes so great that their combined mass crushes the innermost portions of the planet. 
The generation of gravity from the skeleton's ever-increasing mass sucks them into a void of density, instantly killing anyone left on the planet who wasn't already dead or his skeleton. This starts a chain reaction that fuels the creation of a new star, a star born of death. The cries of many are lost to a burning blaze in the ether. Some say you can still hear the rattling of bones echoing around this star. Tongue-in-cheek, this short campaign is affectionately referred to in our group as Mr. Bones' Wild Ride. Well, that certainly was a wild ride. This next story is also a wild ride, because the DM is a roller coaster of bad decisions. We've been playing this campaign for nearly a year now. About six months ago, my character met an essential NPC. I dedicated a lot of time and resources to getting to know him, spending numerous sessions with him, and investing heavily in our relationship. My character even chose to romance this NPC. In our group, such romances between PCs and NPCs are common and have never been an issue for any of us. During a battle, this NPC sacrificed himself for my character. Since then, my character has been on a quest to bring him back to life. For the past six months, every downtime session has been focused on this goal. My group and I undertook specific missions to gather the necessary resources and information for the resurrection. I genuinely invested a lot of effort, and I was deeply committed to this storyline. However, the recent session completely undermined all that. A friend of ours wanted to join our group. This friend had briefly played the NPC for one session six months ago. The friend in my DM decided he should permanently take over the NPC, turning him into a PC. My DM disregarded all the plans and information my character had gathered and conveniently brought the NPC back to life without any effort on my part or from our group. All the hard work and dedication I put into reviving the NPC seemed to be for nothing. I had worked so hard, and now the NPC just returns out of nowhere, and all this happened without even asking me first. However, that's not even my primary concern. I might sound unreasonable, but I dislike the idea of another player controlling this NPC. It somehow diminishes the excitement and tension I found in our interactions. Moreover, this NPC is no longer the character I knew since he's being played differently now. I had much more fun when the DM controlled him, but I find it challenging to convey this sentiment to my group. In our dynamics, role-playing between players feels different from interactions with the game world and NPCs. This change has taken away the tension for me, and I never considered a romantic angle between two PCs. I've voiced my concerns to the group, but my DM doesn't see an issue. He even stated that the NPC was never my NPC to begin with. Am I being unreasonable for feeling this way? Do you also see a distinction between NPCs and PCs? Or is my DM correct in believing that fundamentally nothing changes? Have you ever had a homebrew spell completely backfire and end your campaign, or is this a first? For the second story, I'm agreeing with the player here. A player will completely control a prior NPC as a PC differently than the DM was. They are, after all, completely different people. What do you think, and has a DM ever changed NPC on you completely altering your roleplay and story? Before we take our leave, don't forget to subscribe to our channel All Things D&D. Stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content every Tuesday.